Hello there, and welcome to episode 117 of the Pen Addict podcast on Relay FM. The Pen Addict is brought to you by Igloo and Blogo, and we're going to tell you about those fantastic companies a little later on in the show. The Pen Addict is a weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analog tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined, as I always am, by the man himself, Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Very well, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's Friday. It's Friday afternoon, Friday evening, where yep. you're at. And um, it's, uh, it's a party weekend here in the USA of A. It's a three-day weekend. So um, it's, uh, we're about to get our party on. Awesome. Uh, thank you to everyone for bearing with us for our crazy schedule changes this week. Um, had some unavoidable things occur. So, but we, I could not let a week go by without an episode of this show. So we were able to, uh, to fit it in here at the last minute. And thank you, Brad, for being so accommodating. Absolutely no problem. You are so accommodating to me. It, uh, it's easy. So ho- I'm glad we can get it in this week. That's for sure. And we will mention this because this is a new thing for the show. And I'll mention it up top because some of our listeners may not have, uh, have come into contact with something like this before. We now stream this show live every week um, at relay.fm uh, slash live. And we usually do it on Tuesday evening. But we have a schedule at relay.fm slash schedule that you can get to as well. Uh, which, we'll t- which we have a calendar there so you can see. And you can subscribe to the calendar too if you like and you can find out when the shows are going to go um, are going to go live. So basically right now as we speak, me and Brad are broadcasting this show to people listening in. People listening in, And we have a chat room where you can get involved and you can um, talk with other listeners to the shows. So currently we have all the Panatic listeners in there. Um, so you will now uh, hear us mention and reference the chat room and stuff like that. And that's what we're talking about is the people that are currently listening to the show as it's broadcasting live. So it's thank so cool. you, uh, thank you to everyone um, who's persevered with us over the change. You know, we mentioned this already, but like I know that people have come and found the show um, since our first episode, um, and thank you for that. It seems like Brad, looking at our numbers, we've got practically everyone. Yeah, it looks right. It's yeah. pretty cool. It's uh, see lots of familiar names and 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 familiar uh, uh, screen names, if you will. So um, it's very very cool. I'm excited for the chat room for this show. This is a perfect uh, perfect chat room type show. Excellent. So, shall we jump into it? Yeah, let's do it. So, I, I again, I wanted to thank you and all the listeners for the past, what, I guess it's been a week and a half now since Relay launched. Um, the love that y'all showed us, um, you know, in iTunes and downloading and rating and reviewing the um, the new Panatic feed has been super helpful, and um, I think it was a really good week just across the board for Relay FM. So that's thanks to you, listeners. So I, I wanted to say a thank you. So, um, I did a short article this week for our friend Matt Alexander of Need Edition, who uh, runs a, a wonderful men's clothing where. Uh, what would you call that? A monthly? Uh... It's it's kind of like a publication, but it's yeah. like a publication in which they uh, they also sell clothes. It's yeah. it's a really really interesting idea. So Matt sort of curates a a selection of items every month, and he writes like um like a little like little articles and or is the guys there right? Because now he has the whole staff. Uh, yeah, it used it's... to just be Matt. Um, they like they write like um, it's like kind of like a like a periodical. Yeah, um, and they talk about all of the, the clothes, why they're a good thing to have, why they're in fashion, what's good about them, and stuff like that. Um, and they they work with with sort of bespoke companies and get special deals and stuff like that on a bunch of items, and they sell them every month. It's a really really great company you should check out actually. 
Yeah, so this month they had um, the Blackwing 602 was part of their offering. They've oh, sold they- like field notes and stuff in the past as well. Yeah. Like um, This was kind of, I'm going to say it was on my recommendation that, that Matt start looking at things like this for need because I think it's a really good fit. It's a great fit, and from what I've seen in the past, they've done really well. They've sold out of um, several of those type of things. So Matt asked me, they have a blog that they run called Imprint. So he just asked me to do um, a short little article about why we love pens or why we write or why people should write. And, you know, it's the whole analog versus digital battle, which I really don't see it's a battle. It's a it's definitely something that, you know, is can live in, in the same realm. So I just wrote a little piece about that. I linked it today on the blog. And, you know, everyone's probably... Um, read it already, but for those who missed it, I thought it was uh, um, a good little, good little bit of insight to uh, how I feel about pens and paper and writing, and in this case, pencils as well. And um, if you also check out that blog, the um, article uh, prior to that was uh, Moises Chulian doing a piece on the Blackwing 602 history. So that was a very good piece. So. Yeah, yeah, because as you, as you mentioned, they were selling that. Yep, so. yep. So they try to do. Um, timely articles to go along with their uh, monthly launch items so now this time of the year usually it's usually earlier in the summer but um this one was a little late summer because of their schedule but i know you and i are big fans of edison pen and i know a lot of, of listeners are so this is every year they do i think since 2012 maybe since 2011 um brian gray does a group pen buy to where followers and supporters of Edison Pen can get one of their signature line pens at a production line price. So the signature line pens, they usually don't produce as many of, um, they're more expensive. But he also offers up the option once a year for everyone to get in on a signature pen at a good price. So right now the 2014 Edison Pen group buy is active. It doesn't run for very long. Um, so I wanted to put that in the show notes for anyone who's interested. I am going to pass this year. I don't, I'm not crazy about the colors and offerings, but it's a cool looking pen. Um, the red wine is especially nice looking. Um, it's just not for me with the gold. You can't switch out the gold furniture for silver, although that's going to come back to haunt me. Um, within the next few days, (laughs) all the, all the grief I've been giving gold pens. So, um, I wanted to point that out to all of our listeners because it's it's a really good deal and i've missed out one i missed out a couple years ago um on the pearl was a really cool one and then last year's i was on the fence and i ended up regretting not getting it but um this one i am definitely passing on i want to talk about the horror of misplacing Ooh, that's bad so um i haven't been at work for a couple of days Mm -hmm. um and i had to kind of leave in a rush um, a couple of days ago from the office. And the next morning I realized that my Edison Perlet is not in my Taschenberg lighter, which means I left it on my desk. Mm-hmm. And I won't be back in the office until Monday and I don't know if it will still be there. Oh, so you haven't been back at all. You just know that it's not in the Taschenberg lighter. So there's only one place that it will be and it's there's... on my desk. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, That's... exactly. Mike, I'm going to tell you right now, it will be there. Yeah. I have faith. I kind of do as well. I I don't think nobody would borrow it. And yeah. everyone around me knows that I'm the pen guy. I'd be surprised if somebody hasn't just picked it up for me mm-hmm. um, and just is just looking after it. But um, yeah. 
you never know. We, there's people that walk around the offices. It's a big office, you know. Anyone, yeah. you know, I don't know all these people. It's it is exactly a very interesting looking pen. It would definitely draw people's attention. So, yeah. so who knows? But yeah, I haven't really got anything to say other than like that is something that's happened to me in the past few days, and it's a horrifying th- feeling. Do you have one of those offices where if you're gone for a day and you come back and you're like chairs in a different position and like someone's like readjusted it? And- oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't have yeah. to find desks either. I mean, we have the places that we sit in. Yeah. But like I'm having some back trouble at the moment, so I keep a rearranging the chair properly and then I come in and the chair is taken. Yeah, it like, creeps, oh, creeps me out. God, you just <laughs> spend all morning just rearranging the chair. <laughs> and then you end up with a broke chair. It's, yep. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Our friend Chris Gottlieb for our relaunch did a um, uh, a cool cryptic crossword for pen addicts. An impossible so, crossword. An impossible crossword that I haven't done yet. Have you tried? I I tried a, a, yeah, a couple tried. of a couple of them and just couldn't. Yeah, there's couldn't been some it. people that have gotten like a lot of it, if not all of it. Um, and I'm trying to find. I put the link in there because I think the it's about to end on September 14th. There it is. That's the date I was looking for. So you still got a couple more weeks. So I'm gonna work on that hopefully this weekend, and um, you know maybe we can uh, maybe we can share some tips and, and some answers. But I wanted to put that out there for everyone who's still who missed it last week and hasn't caught up with it. Um, so did you get something new this week? Yep. So we spoke about our friends at Pen Chalet last week and the fact that they were doing a special offer um, on the Lamy 2000, which currently is still available. Um, Pen Chalet are not a sponsor of this episode, but go to penchalet.com, hit the radio button on the top, enter penaddicts as your password, and you'll get um, given the opportunity to get a Lamy 2000 for a significant discount. After you use your penaddict code, it'll be 40%. Now, the reason that I'm saying this to you now is because, oh, my God. <laughs> like, seriously, this pen is incredible. Yeah, it's unlike any other pen probably you own or have tried. So let me tell you about something that I forgot and nearly made a huge mistake with. I forgot that this was a piston filler because you cannot see that seam. Right. So I unscrewed the bottom of it. Oh yeah. (laughs) To try and put a cartridge in. Yep. Uh, Because I have a Lamy converter, and I was like, "Why is this not going in here? Like, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong?" And then I was kind of looking at it, and I was like, "I don't, I don't get this. Like, why is it not going in?" And then I went into the, I opened the box, and I pulled out the little sort of leaflet that it comes with and it shows i was like oh i remember now it's a piston filler and the reason i didn't think of it is i don't know any other lamy pens that are piston fillers now that you say that yeah i can't think of one offhand like i've used a bunch of lamy pens and they're all cartridge based so i just naturally assumed that it would be cartridge based especially because they make their own line of cartridges as well you know so it's you know this there seems like there's enough of a reason there that it would just be a cartridge pen Yep. Um, so you just, uh, I don't want to hijack you totally, but you can unscrew it where you unscrewed it to clean out the barrel, but you got to be super careful because there's this little metal ring in there. Yeah. Oh, I know. But all about that. Okay. All right. If you, yeah, that thing will jump out on you and yeah. down the sink or in the carpet and you're toast. Oh, it jumped out. Yeah. Yeah. It jumped right out of there. Um, but I was able to get it back <laughs> in. But let me tell you, it's not easy to get in either. It doesn't just slot in. You've got to kind of squeeze it and push it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, um, 
What is that ring for? Has, I don't know. Because I, I, I don't, don't like the little... It's probably, honestly, to... It's probably um, an additional seal mechanism, right? Because there's some ink. The ink will transverse those two um, sections of the pin right there. Yeah. So maybe it has to do something with uh, sealing. That's the only thing I can think of. So I have never held a pen like this in my life. And I, you've tried to put this into words before. Um, and I can't do any better a job than you. Yeah, it's really hard. This It's so strange. It feels like, and this doesn't sound nice, but it feels like, an, a, I was going to say a living thing, but that's not what I mean. A thing from nature. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Like, it feels like, I don't know, like the texture of it. And I get what you mean about the warmth. It seems to take body heat. This is an incredible pen. Yeah, it totally gets gets warm. Hey, and Pig Palm in the um, chat is totally right. That's where that ring, it has the two flanges that stick outside the barrel, and that's where the cap clicks. That's exactly right. That's what that is. Okay. But the flanges have to sit in their slots. I mean, it's a particular orientation that it has to fit in there. Yeah, because I didn't like those little things, but now I accept them because now I love... Hang on a second. Listen, guys. Satisfying Mm -hmm. click. Yep. Um, It's... Yeah, it's... it's, uh, I love it. I've just been distracted by one thing that I forgot to mention. People listening in the chat room, you can suggest titles for this show, and all further titles for this show will come from chat room suggestions. Yes. And the way that you do that is you type the exclamation mark and the cap and the letter S, and then you press space and you type whatever you want. And typically, people suggest titles from things that we've said. So if you've seen people in the chat room type exclamation mark S and then space, for example, it feels like a living thing, that's somebody suggesting a title. And at the end of the show, so it's, this is only in the live part. Once the show's ended, we go in and we pick titles. So, <laughs> yeah, like the leader in the clubhouse is from uh, Ethosophical. We got um, you have to squeeze it to get it in there. Hence, there we go. <laughs> this is the type of thing that, that we, we will have now. Um, we won't. And for people that are listening to the recorded and won't listen live, we won't continue to talk about it like this. It is because it's a, it's a new thing, and I should have mentioned that beforehand. And I apologize. Yes. yes so let we're me just continue. Trying to get everyone on the same page. Let me continue talking about this pen. So yeah, because it sounds like you like it a little bit. So I know that you mentioned nib issues, and and I and I'm concerned that you you scared some people off. Sure. Um, but you, I I feel like you were doing the right thing. You were you were giving your account. Yeah. Um, but we, we've had a few people get in contact with us on Twitter and they said that they've had no problems. Um, and I want to reiterate like, that if you do have problems, you know, I'm sure that the guys at Pen Chalet will try and help you out. Oh, no doubt. Um, but this thing is, it's, I have not used it enough that I feel like I can make this claim and be 100% accurate, but it's potentially the smoothest pen I've ever used. Mm. I've, I, I've, what what nib did you get? A uh, medium. Okay. It's like writing on glass, but in a good way. Like it's effortless. Mm-hmm. I gave it to my girlfriend to try and her eyes lit up. She <laughs> was like, oh, this is so smooth. I was like, yeah, it's really nice and it's mine. <laughs> I'm not taking this one. Uh, I, yeah, because this is, uh, I love this pen so much. I genuinely do. Do you know one other thing I love about it? 
the clip has like a little spring mechanism in it. So you yeah. can press down so the clip comes away from the body and it clips the things. It actually took me a while to discover that. I didn't catch that right out the gate until one day I just happened to grab it by the end of the clip and it lifted up. I was like, oh, damn, that's just brilliant. I don't see that enough in pens. I feel like that should be a more standard thing. Yep. Um, I will maybe have more to report on this in the future if I don't assume that I just love it to bits because I do. And and I genuinely think that people should go and try it out. So go to penshelly.com, hit that button, type in the pen addict password and... Uh, you can, as of recording today, which is the 29th, that they're still on offer. It's 29th August. They're still on offer. I think you should, I think you should try it out. Yep, sure. So, uh, would you allow me, Mr. Dowdy, to take a quick break? I well? will. This episode of the Pen Addict is brought to you by Igloo, an internet you actually like. Now, Igloo is built with you in mind. They have super easy-to-use apps like shared calendars, Twitter-like microblogs, file sharing, and so much more. These are all integrated into Igloo's platform and are really simple to set up and configure. Everything that you're going to need of Igloo is built right in, and everything is social. This means when you upload a file to your Igloo or write a blog post about it, your team can share it, comment on it, rate it, and like it. This is just like the social apps that you're used to using every day. It's bringing something a little bit more fun and refreshing to the day-to-day. With Eagle's latest release, you can also manage the tasks associated with your content, like updating the images for that big keynote on Tuesday, or delegating actions after a meeting. Tasks is the latest app to be integrated into Igloo's intranet platform, and it was released just last week to all of their customers with their unicorn release. Igloo's task management is designed for people, so you can manage your projects, personal to-dos, and everything in between. This allows you to see all of your tasks in one unified view inside of your intranet. Igloo have really built something that will help you keep on top of your work. If your company has a legacy intranet built on SharePoint or old portal technology, you should give Igloo a try. Or if you want to be more connected, more social, and more productive in your workplace, Igloo is for you. Igloo is free to use of up to 10 people, and you can sign up today at igloosoftware.com slash penaddict. Thank you so much to Igloo for their support of the Pen Addict and Relay FM. Show your support to them and us by going to that URL, which is igloosoftware.com slash penaddict. Thank you, Igloo. Awesome. They're awesome stuff. Oh, Mike. Oh, Michael. Yes. So we had a big fun-filled episode planned for today, and then my good friends at Scribble had to go and ruin it. Ruin it for everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> people really don't want to hear about this. But I think it's interesting in the fact that I have never seen not just a pen project, but any project do so many thing wrong, things wrong and then just continue to dig the ditch deeper. It's This is the most one of the most amazing projects ever, and it's fun to follow for that fact because they just keep butchering everything they're planning on doing. Um, so what happened was, for those not up to speed, they had the their big Kickstarter launch. I guess it's been about 10 days ago now. Or a week ago, whatever. Um, three hundred and thirty-six something thousand dollars, but they didn't really have a project, a product to show that worked accurately. So Kickstarter basically shut them down until they could prove they had the product. So they came up on their Facebook page and other other places in Kickstarter updating, saying they're going to relaunch on the twenty-eighth. So everyone assumed, I assumed, it would be a Kickstarter relaunch. The twenty-eighth came and went. And there was no launch. 
I don't know what made me think last night while I'm at, sitting at work on my break. I go over to uh, their website, which is getscribblepen.com, and I look up, and the, the page has been down for maintenance for a while. I look up, and they have live, they have pre-order now. They have 60 backers and 22-something thousand dollars. I'm like, they've relaunched this thing and didn't tell anybody. And I don't know what made me think to screenshot it, but I think it was really the, what made me think to screenshot it was when I went to pre-order now and saw all the high-end value, like there's a $10,000 level and there's some things like that to make me um, think something was not right with this. That's what made me start taking screenshots. And so then I posted them on Twitter. And by the time I posted them on Twitter, the people who were going to the site, the site had been taken back down again. And was down ever since up until now, which we're going to talk about. <clears throat> so I posted that. I posted the screenshots that I took. I posted it on their Facebook page. They eventually deleted my post from their Facebook page naturally. without any naturally, without any response, because that's what they're good at. Um so I put it I reposted back up there and you know, ask them to answer questions and not delete posts. You know, I'm really nice and stuff. <laughs> You're a crusader, though. No. They don't want crusaders. It's fr- I just don't want people to get taken by this. And the, nothing that they do makes me feel comfortable about anything that they're doing. Um, so, as of the launch of this show, of this Pen Attic podcast, Get Scribble Pen is back live. There's one backer so far. Um, it's like they timed it to go with the uh, this episode, but I mean, there's still it's a still a complete train wreck. I'm wondering if this is going to go back down because the video has been removed by the user. There's no video. Um, there's it's they don't sh- they basically copied the Kickstarter over to I guess this platform is called Tilt. Mike, have you ever heard of the Tilt platform for crowdfunding? I've never heard of them. No. Yeah, so they have basically copied over their Kickstarter, which is fine, but they didn't answer any of the questions about where's the pin, show me how it works. This company does seem to be pretty, this Tilt company does seem to be pretty, um, pretty legit though. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I imagine that that part is legit. I'm just saying that the Scribble people, they have continued to not answer any questions. They are not returning to Kickstarter, which is, I don't know how much of a red flag you need than that. Um, we'll come back to that in a minute. Yeah, they they just continue to do everything wrong, you know, deleting people's posts on Facebooks, launching. I don't know if this is even going to be the live launch. This just may be them working on the website again, and they're going to take it back down. But launching on a Friday afternoon on a three-day holiday weekend in the U.S. is not going to get any activity. Um, it's just... Every decision they make seems to be the wrong decision. So I just wanted to bring that back up. I don't want to harp on it too, too long on the scribble just because it's really, it's really frustrating um, that people are still interested in this product after every misstep they have made so far. So, I mean, originally you uh, were like, were calling foul on the donations, but you know, you could, they could, 
say now, and maybe you would you, you, you could believe them considering the net zero that they were testing things. Yes, and I put a tweet out that said that. Yeah. I said I, my I, money yeah, yeah, I, I said my money's on yeah. So which is I can under, I can actually that's I can legitimately understand that. So let's assume that they were testing things. But the problem remains that they're not doing this on Kickstarter and, and that concerns me. It concerns me greatly. Mm-hmm. Um, that they've taken it away because there's no reason that they should have to, unless unless Kickstarter's blocked them, right? In some fashion, um, I don't understand. But there's one thing that I wanted to, to draw attention to. There was one little tweet that I thought was interesting, and I've saved it for the show notes, which can be found at relay.fm/penaddict/117. It's where you can find the show notes. Um, and yeah, so it's our it's our designer at Relay um, at Forgotten Tal. And he, you know, being in the field that he does, and he says he, he said to you on Twitter, um, I work in digital print, um, high fidelity color reproduction, and I can't see how this product can possibly do what it claims. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an expert in my yeah. eyes. Frank is an absolute expert. He's going to know. I mean, we could all see that that was the case, but to have someone with his skills say the same kind of tells you everything that you need to know, I think, about this. Yeah, and the inability to answer the questions around that piece of the product is is really, really sketchy. Yep. Really sketchy. So, anyway, I, I, I think that's enough on Scribble. We'll see. We're going to record again on Tuesday on our regular schedule, so we'll see if this thing stays live through the, through the holiday weekend, which I think would just be, I mean, just from a business perspective is a horrible decision people announce bad news on friday afternoons right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so (laughs) i don't know what the deal is with that all right so um before we get into our we got a quick sponsor then we got a uh, topic we want to uh we want to hit i want to do something for our chat room people which i told them i would do on tuesday um, before we got delayed and at that time i had bought something new I had not received it, and I told the if you're in the chat room, I'm going to tell you what it is, um, and I'm going to tease the people on that are listening to the episode later that they're going to have to come into the chat room. So I just sent the chat room an image because the two pins that I bought came in, and that's for your eyes only, and we will talk about them on Tuesday. So that's my big chat room tease to get uh, to get. Um, people into the chat room and, and chatting with us. So um, you'll have to pull that. I don't know if you've pulled that up. Mike. I have, I have. I'm excited to, to hear about it. And luckily, people that are listening to the recorded, uh, they only have to wait a couple of days. Yeah, you would have had to wait a whole week yeah. before. But um, but I didn't have them before either, so I was just going to type in what they were. But um, this is I'm going to go through the whole process of me making this purchase because it was very fast (laughs) it was uh, interesting it was an interesting thing so anyway a couple of beauties there buddy yes i'm very happy very happy so far i'm interested to find out the models because the images don't really help with that too much so i mean i'm excited to hear more about those yes i was in a hurry i actually meant to write those down and uh, i didn't but we'll just leave it at that so um our pin blog of the week is a new blog New to the new to the scene, and she's doing an awesome job. It's called the Pinventory. Um, it's a girl named Olivia, and she's been doing some great reviews, great pictures, great products. Um, she's done a lot of fountain pen, a lot of fountain pen and ink stuff so far, and she does a really really good job. Um, so y'all should all check out Pinventory, 
and it's a WordPress blog, Mike, which is something you kind of want to mention. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. So do you want me to do that now? Yeah, let's do that. So we have a we have a new sponsor this week, and they're sponsoring a couple of shows on the network. Um, and I suggested to them that I thought that they would be a perfect sponsor for this show, and I explained why. And I think as you hear as you hear me go through and talk about Blogo, you're going to understand why. Now, Blogo Two is a fantastic new application for the Mac that quickly and easily lets you write, preview, and publish blogs posts. Sorry, to your WordPress blog. Right. So, in th- my my thinking was when talking to the Blogo guys. They've created an application that makes it really, really easy to, to create blog posts. Now, currently they work with WordPress. They're building Blogger and Tumblr integration in. They're doing that right now. And so that in, in an update that will come in the future, they're going to be building in the integration for Blogger and Tumblr too. But right now, if you, own a, if you have a WordPress blog, then you should be looking at getting your hands on Blogger too. Blogger makes it possible to write in a clean and simple interface. You can edit your pictures with its fantastic built-in image editor and then preview your posts in real time, showing you exactly how your post is going to look on your site before hitting publish. The built-in image editor that I just mentioned allows you to crop, apply filters, adjust brightness and contrast, and change the sizes of your images. This is all built in, making adding and editing images to your posts a piece of cake. Blogger allows you to manage comments, manage multiple blogs, and work without an internet connection using their offline mode, which allows you to work on your next big piece or your next big pen review and schedule it to go live for when you have an internet connection later on. When you're writing in Blogger, you can enter their distraction-free full-screen mode. This gives you a fantastic environment to get focused in and get your work done. They also feature really cool integration with Evernote. So let's say that you're collecting your ideas in Evernote for some, a post that you want to write. You've got an outline in there, maybe a couple of paragraphs. Well, you can sit down at Blogger and using their Smart Sync feature, it will make sure that it brings all of that content from your Evernote into Blogger, where you can polish it up, finish it off, and publish it right there. The Blogo team are super responsive to support, which is something that's really important to me and it's important to them too. They have a support community at support.getblogo.com and they are at GetBlogo on Twitter. Um, as well as uh, Blogger and Tumblr integration, they've got features support for so much more stuff coming in the future, including custom field support and multi-markdown support. Blogger has been featured by Apple on the Mac App Store and has been nominated as one of Evernote's best new startups of 2014. So if you have a WordPress blog, then you should definitely be going and downloading Blogo right now uh, from the Mac App Store because, and it's B-L-O-G-O, and they're at getblogo.com. Of course, the link will be in the show notes because you you know you can hear about how having an application like this can really help you. It can it can actually make it easier um, and also like to, to post post to your blog. But also like if the web browser crashes. You know, you can sometimes we'll just lose everything that you've written. But with a, an application like this, you know, it's going to be saving as you go and all that cool stuff. So go and see what all the fuss is about by going to getblogo.com right now or search for them in the Mac App Store. Thank you so much to Blogo for their support of the Pen Addict and Relay FM. I was pretty excited when you told me that they were going to be sponsoring this show because in the past I've, I had used MarsEdit years ago. Um, which is a similar type of software, but this looks way, way better and nicer and slicker. And if I had a WordPress blog, this would be absolute no-brainer purchase. I love using like the external editor um, that syncs up, that will push everything to my 
website and it from my experience things like that have worked very very well and this looks like a great i was actually excited about it <laughs> until i saw it was just word, uh, wordpress but hopefully they'll be like you said they're going to be adding more platforms in the future so hopefully it's a, a success and i really really like how this looks and doing this type of thing is um it worked it worked well for me in my writing flow and posting flow for the blog so hope everyone checks it out if you got a wordpress blog no excuse no excuses all right, so Mike and I have been asked several times about a topic called that we have, are referring to as perfect pairings, kind of like me and Mike, right? Yeah, we're a perfect we're, we're pairing. Just, we're a perfect pairing. But people want to know, what's the best pen I can use for this certain type of paper? So we put together a few things, and I got a bunch of feedback from a lot of listeners with, with some good things that I wanted to go over. But um, let me tell you about some of the some of the ones that I find to be the most perfect or the most common thing I use I'll use almost any pen in any paper but I tend they're definitely I definitely have some tendencies for um, certain pens to go with certain papers for example in my field notes my favorite pen to use is a secure pigma micron I just like that plastic tip pen in the field notes it works great um, it's a it's a pen I can you know just beat up and take around and you know, I don't care if I lose it and things like that. And it works perfect for that paper. So that's something I really, really enjoy. I also, at work, use the Dome Large Idea Notebook. That's the that's the big boy mic with the super thick uh, cover. And it's the very large size. And when I'm doing planning work at work, I'll take my Uniball Sino DX um, 0.38 millimeters it's the UM151 model. The brightness of the colors, the sharpness of the pens, and that Doan paper is like the ultimate combination for me. Um, I really use a lot of gel ink pens in my Doan notebooks, and especially the Sino DX colors. So that's a huge favorite. Since I love the Pilot High Tech C too, and my favorite tip size of that is 0.3 millimeters it doesn't always work on other types of papers like it's not the awesomest field notes um pen it works it's not the best dome paper pen it works i like a smoother paper like the Moriman memo sign notebooks that's another one i use another combo i use all the time now to on the field notes portable style i've started using our not code dot dash cards mic yeah, which which I like in our little fodder stack pouch and the Pilot Juice 0.38 millimeter blue black. That's kind of like if I'm not using the field notes, that's kind of my on on the go note taking kit. The uh, the Pilot Juice is a really smooth 0.38 millimeter pen. I like that a lot. One I get questioned on a lot, and I don't use anymore. But when I was a heavy moleskin user, the best pen I found for moleskin, and I answer this email several times a month is the Pilot Precise V5 or V-Ball. The Pilot Precise liquid ink pens do a really, really good job on moleskin paper. Like, I don't have great luck with gel ink pens and moleskin paper or fountain pens and moleskin paper. But liquid ink pens and moleskin paper, especially the finer ones like the V5, which is a 0.5 millimeter, I really, really like. That's actually a really great writing experience for me. And the last pairing I put down is just a Tomoe River and any fountain pen. That's kind of a cheat, mm-hmm. 
but um, that's that's just good stuff all the way around. You can't you can't go wrong there. So I'd say out of that group, the uh, the field notes in Micron is the most used and my most perfect pairing. If I just had to pick one, that's always a winner for me. So what what kind of things do you do you put together and or you kind of always have together? So this is something that, that I, I struggled with a bit because I, I brought this topic to you because I'd have um, a couple of people, including uh, my friend Ben on Twitter, ask me and, and, and I gave him uh, what I thought was a fantastic pairing, which was the Lamy Safari and the Rodeo web notebook. Yeah, that's really good. But he didn't like it. Hmm. Yeah, he, he felt, he said he felt like he was like, he felt like he was writing on glass, and 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 that he didn't like that feeling. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's I can see that. But that's one of the things that I love about it. So it's it just it was interesting to me because the perfect pairings can still be like a a personal preference type thing, which is why I wanted to kind of get a few from you, and then I have a couple. Um, and then to kind of get some the listeners. Now, I think that the Lima Safari and the Rodeo Web Notebook are fantastic together uh, because the Safari is super smooth and easy to write with. The Web Notebook just sucks up fountain ink. In what I I found their dry times to be very good, even though the paper is kind of quite smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought that together, when I when I used uh, the larger pads like that, there wasn't anything better than the Web Notebook. So, kind yeah. of in my opinion. Uh, the Rodeo Web Notebook is also a perfect pairing with the business, with like with the office. You know, like you mentioned that the, the fodder stack and the and the uh, and your index cards, mm-hmm. they're a perfect pairing as well. So like dot dash and and the fodder stack, they're a perfect pairing. It doesn't necessarily just right. have to be pen and paper, even though that was kind of the brief that I gave you. But that is like that's another perfect pair in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a couple, and I have I have, a, I have two different field notes related ones. Simply because I'm such a field notes guy these days, like it is the only paper that I use. So I have found, for some reason, I don't know why, that the Kurutoga and the Arts and Sciences field notes go so well together for me. Um, I just have the big field notes here, and I use them when I'm recording sometimes to take some brief notes of like timestamps and stuff. Like if I screw up or something, I might write a timestamp down. So I can take to can like deal with it in editing later or something like that, or I want to put in a sound clip or something like that. I've I've got that big pad next to me. Um, I have one of the Steno Field Note Steno notepads, and it'd probably be a very similar thing there as well. But um, I have a bunch of these arts and sciences, and I wanted to kind of use one up, so I've got one on the on the desk next to me. Um, but probably I think potentially the ultimate. Um, Field Notes Companion is the Fisher Space Pen and obviously they saw this themselves which is why they send their sort of like home branded version and that's because they just go so perfectly in the pocket together yeah it, it, it's, that's a really killer combo but you need a clip if you ask me as well yeah yeah I, I could see that I, I, I've had my clip on and off um, my my space pen. I actually when I use the space pen refill, I just I go for a bigger pen, and instead of the smaller uh, standard space pen, I, I'm still using like the uh, the County Com Embassy pen is one of my big uh, my big uh, Fisher space pen refill holder, if you will. But still, I, I think that's but that's not made for like what the field notes is made for. That's not a perfect pairing. The Fisher space pen standard and field notes. That's a killer combo. Yeah, because it's the size. Those you know that size close together, um, yep. with um, the moleskin, 
Um, I would also, I would kind of suggest simple fountain pens, um, like the Lamy Safari or the Pilot Metropolitan, mm. or a rollable or gel ink pen. Um, so maybe like a Retro 51 or something like that. If Moleskin is your bag, that's what I would go with. Moleskin really doesn't do well to 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 fountain pens in general. Um, yeah. So I would go with something that's just simple in that regard, just because then you're not going to go crazy and buy a really expensive fountain pen and expect to use it well with the Moleskin because you more more most likely your results will be... Um, Will not be favorable. I, I mean, people could say that about uh, field notes as well, right? That with many oh, totally. of the editions, um, where they use the standard paper, not the thicker paper that they've used in a couple, that it, it bleeds through, and it does because it's kind of not really meant for fountain pen use as much. I don't think and field notes are much more built for like quick notes and stuff, which typically people don't take with fountain pens. However, um, a perfect pairing for me is just field notes and life. Um, that that form factor is so incredible to me. Like I can have a field notes basically wherever I want to put a field notes, yeah. And, and I can walk around the office with one in my in my trouser pocket if I need to. Um, and and they don't take up the entire desk when I'm trying to take notes. So they yeah. they work fantastically for me. So I just use my favorite pens, whatever they may be, in field notes, and just you know and deal with it. And 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 more often than not. It, they perform well. I mean, you know, there is bleed through, but it's never enough that I can't read if I write on both sides. So I deal with it, and, and I have a great time with it. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. So let's um, let's get into some of the listeners' perfect pairings because there was a lot of interesting stuff in here, and I was, wanted to make a comment on some of these things. Actually, the first one I got, Dave Rhodes, um, on Twitter at Rocky Rhodes. Um, his first thing, Rodeo Webby, Lamy Safari, loaded with Mont Blanc Irish Green. That's just what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, the Web Notebook um, by Rodeo is a wonderful, wonderful notebook. Works great with fountain pens. Um, Dan Foster talks about the Loic Term 1917 Large Dot Notebook and Polishing Vanishing Point with Binder or Binder Italifine. I'm assuming that's like a cursive italic fine nib. That's a really, really good combo. We got a lot of Rodeo, Rodeo Webby action, Twisby 5, 580 and Rodeo, Rodeo Webby from Eugene. Uniball, Jetstream, Ballpoint, point three eight and White Unlined Index Card. I wanted to talk about this one. This one's from Ryan Ireland. This is the kind of perfect combo that I'm talking about. The Jetstream Ballpoint, point three eight is so fine. It's hard to explain if you've never used that pen. It's way finer than a .38 gel pen because that ballpoint line does not spread out like a gel ink pen. And using that on a small form factor paper, like you're talking about with field notes, how it's portable, you can take it everywhere and use any kind of pens. Using that .38 on a small index card like that, I think that's a killer combo. That's like one of my favorite ones out of all this this thing. That's just that seems seems like perfect to me. Um, but that Jetstream, I will say, that Jetstream .38 ballpoint is not for everybody. I've had people that have bought those after I've raved about them. They're like, oh, my God, what did I buy? This pen's horrible. I just it's know scratchy. I wouldn't enjoy it. I just know it. Yeah, that is not a pen for everybody, so don't rush out and buy that one. But um, I really, really enjoy that pen. So um, Eric Dunlap, more love. Um, Twisby Mini and Rhodia Notebook. Um, I think you're seeing a theme here. 
Um, Toto has the Kaveco Lilliput and the passport size Midori in his pocket. I think that's a good combo. I, I've been using the Lilliput more and more, even more so than my AL sports that I use. Um, I've been liking the size and um, portability of it, and I don't even have any of my AL Sports inked right now. I have my Lilliput inked, and I use that when I want a portable fountain pen. It's really, really good. Um, lots more Rhodia, lots more Claire Fontaine. It's good to get good paper, guys. <laughs> we talk about that all the time. Yeah. Um, John Bemis who has done a guest post here recently, or Bemis on uh, Panatic, his Pilot Custom 74 with Sailor Shigur on Rhodia Ice A4, top staple bound. I'm a, I'm really enjoying the Rhodia Ice notebook so far. That is so fantastic. That, he's so specific. That's what, that's why I read it. That's the kind of thing I love. It's like, you know, put, give me a, any fountain pen in the world and load it mm-hmm. with Hiroshi Sukuku uh, Fuyugaki and I'm a happy man. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the best ink on the planet, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It has quick drying time and it is so striking. That orange is so beautiful and striking. I love it. I just genuinely love it. Um, I should mention as well, this these, this is too much for me to put in the show notes. The show notes yes. would be insane. So maybe li- like listen back a couple of times if, <laughs> and just go to Google. <laughs> <laughs> so one of one of the added bonuses of our live chat now, Mike, is we can get pronunciation corrections on the fly. So uh, TM23 is Shigure. Awesome. Shigure. So that is... <laughs> it says hashtag Japanese pronunciation bot. <laughs> Sailor Shigure on Rhodia Ice A4. Ice. Ice. Now this next one is another one I want to pinpoint. And it's from uh, from Gooch, uh, Mr. Blue Magister, who I, who I know, who is used to uh, do some writing for me at uh, Pen Attic. So uh, Mr. Brian Gushikawa. Um, the Uniball Signo 0.38 millimeter purple black on the minmo sign paper on the what the moraman minmo sign someone can give me a pronunciation on that one that one's hard to say i, I, I surely that that m is silent yeah it's nemo sign nemo sign. Nemo, sign. nemo sign nemo sign or nemo sign um it's the moraman paper that i mentioned earlier that's really excellent but i'm uh, more importantly this pen is way 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 underrated it's the Sino DX or the Sino RT comes in a lavender black 0.38 and it is awesome. Everyone mm. should have that pen. It's really, really good. Um, Gordon Tillman has been rocking out with a matte black vanishing point, diamine, ancient copper, and Tomo river paper. That's a really good setup. And I know a bunch of people in the chat room were using uh, vanishing points as well. So <laughs> Vaughn Johnson says copy paper and a big ballpoint extra fine. Both stink. <laughs> so he, he needs to up his game. That's why we have this show, right? Yep. Um, Rob says, pretty much anything in my Hobonichi Teco planner, that Tomo River paper is wonderful to write on. I might have to, I'm getting, I'm jonesing to kind of break out my Hobonichi just to see if I'm going to be stupid and order next year's version too, because I only use this year's version for like two months. Don't do it. So I know. I, I'm it. sure I won't. I'm sure I won't. Just, it just, try, just get flow. a pad. Just get a pad of the paper. Yeah. Don't like get get a notebook because you're only doing it for the paper and you didn't use it last year. You're not going to use it next year. Yep. 
So Brad Thornborough has a, a, a couple of comments here. He uses the Doan Utility Journal, Coveco AL Sport with EF Nib, and G. Herbal Lee de Tay ink, which I think is the brown ink. G. Um, Herbal. G. Herbal. Here we go again. Diablo Mall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he goes on to say, also, the Dome Paper Journals have completely replaced field notes for me. Paper is much more fountain gel pen friendly, and I can totally see that. So, you know, I, I don't, I almost never use fountain pens in field notes, but I think I'm in the minority. I know you do, Mike, and I know I've talked to Mary Collis a bunch about this. Um, she does and doesn't really have a problem. I usually, generally don't. Um. Oh, here's one for you, Tony Tony Roman, who's a big, big, uh, yeah, Tomoe, I, Tomoe, I do know, I just continue to butcher that, just like Signo, I always say Sino, um, I always forget that um, in my pronunciation guide. I think I need Sino, ex- Sino definitely makes more sense than Signo. Yeah, but I don't know, it, it's Signo, it is definitely Signo. Well, I think they've got that wrong. Like, <laughs> I, I know that that might be correct, but I think that they've yeah. they've got that. Yeah. They, they've made the incorrect decision there, if you ask me. <laughs> and Tomoe, I usually just read too fast and just say Tomo because it just rolls off off my mm-hmm. brain. But uh, Tony says he's got the Lamy, uh, Lamy 2000 EF with Orochizuku Takasumi on Rodia.pad16 and Webby. And last but not least, Miss Manda's got a Twisby VAC 700. Hey, some love mm. for the VAC 700 um, in a Leuch term for quick on-the-go Fisher Space Pen in field notes. Just like you, Mike. So, I don't. These perfect pairs are. I like. Always... I like that uh, Miss Manda is completely going in the opposites. There, she's got like the world's biggest pen <laughs> with a regular notebook, and then the Fisher Space pen with the field notes. That's good. You got to. You got to have choices, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Can be ready I, for all us, occasions. I know. None of us would be happy with one pen, would we? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have a podcast. It's true that. <laughs> all right well i i think we've killed the internet for today <laughs> Mike. it's it's been a thrilling ride with our chat room this is going to be awesome i'll have to get used to it a little bit more um you know reading and interacting and stuff and i i told them and i'm glad you didn't yell at me i told them that mike's going to yell at me because i don't have a shock mount for my mic and he's going to hear me typing all the time yeah we're gonna need to fix that aren't we <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, we'll hey, bef- that. before we go, the scribble is all the way up to four backers and seven hundred and eleven dollars. How how many dollars have you put in? Yeah, zero so far. I, I keep I keep asking everyone in the chat room. All right, who keeps backing this thing? Yeah. So, all right, I don't want to talk about scribble anymore. Well, let's see and see what happens Tuesday. If you want yes. to catch the show notes for this week's episode, go to relay.fm/penaddict/117. Don't forget this show broadcasts live. Typically on Tuesdays at, and I'm going to my time zone calculator, which I promise I'll get used to this at some point. Uh, we broadcast at 10.30 London time, uh, PM, which is 14.30, so it's half past two in Pacific time, and half past five PM in Eastern time. Yep. Um, hopefully that should be sufficient enough for you to grab your own time zone. Um, it's it's 9.30 GMT, so you can set your times by the correct ultimate time if you would like. 
Um, we'll be back next week um, with another episode of The Pen Addict. I am at iMike on Twitter, I-M-Y-K-E, and Brad is at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. If you cannot wait for more pen goodness until next Tuesday, go to penaddict.com and get your daily fill there. We'll be back next time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.